Welcome to Help Me Podcast, a show designed to help you launch and grow your podcast. I am your host, Gino, and twice a week, I will release a new episode with different tips and tricks for launching and growing your podcast. From audio engineering to planning intentionally to growth tactics, each episode will be a bite-sized tip to help you podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Help Me Podcast. This is episode 76. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about hosting an event for your podcast. And I think I brought this up in a previous episode more briefly, um, talking about maybe ways to grow your podcast um, by putting on like a live in-person event. But today I want to go in a little bit more detail in how to do it because I'm actually putting on my own event, and by the time this comes out, which will be Thursday, it'll have already been passed, Um, but at the time of my recording, it hasn't happened yet. It's going to be on Wednesday on the 11th, and um, it's basically an event for entrepreneurs and creatives to meet up, kind of like a networking event, but I don't really like to use the word networking. It feels very corporate, but that's the event that I'm putting on, and I've kind of gone through the process of like how to set one up and everything like that. So I figured that I would be able to share it here in case anybody was looking to put on an in-person event for their podcast. So I'm basically just going to run you through like what I did in order to do that. And hopefully it will be helpful. So the first thing that I did was, you know, I had the idea of it and and I wanted to do it for a little bit. Um, The first thing I did was tell a couple close friends and I think that that was really helpful and beneficial because what it did was they, they immediately like offered to help, which was amazing. Um, and I think in order to put on an event like this, and you know, I'm talking like a, a a smaller sized event, like if 20 people showed up, that would be great. So that that's the kind of event that I'm talking about. It's not like a major sort of thing, and it's basically just going to be a meetup, and you know, I'm going to provide drinks, and there'll be music and stuff like that. But basically just like facilitating conversations. There's not going to be a speaker or anything like that. I'm just keeping it really simple for the first one. So that's the kind of event that that I'm planning. And, you know, even even keeping it as simple as that, there's there's still like a lot of things that um, I didn't really think that I would need help for. But for example, things like checking people in and like getting their information or, you know, things like that. So it's been great to like get help from friends who are who are also excited about it and willing to help out and you know I think asking for help is one of those things that I always struggle with so it's been a good exercise in like asking and receiving help so <laughs> that being said um that was the first thing that I did was I was I told people and I think regardless of like however you do the event it's definitely a good idea to have like at least one person to help you do it because it's going to be much harder to do it all by yourself. And, you know, I, I thought that I could have done it all by myself, but definitely glad and thankful for friends who have offered to help. So the next thing that I did was I created a flyer on Canva and I really wanted to kind of like capture the essence of like what I, who I was trying to bring to this event. Um, I, I think you know, I intentionally didn't use the word networking because of its corporate kind of sound. I want I want people to show up who are, you know, creatives and entrepreneurs and um, people who are doing things that they feel called to and passionate and they're passionate about. So I really tried to make a poster that used those keywords and and would attract those types of people. 
Um, and I think that that was a helpful, you know, exercise for me to like refine the, the target market of, you know, not to sound too businessy, but like to refine the target market of who I want to show up. And, you know, I created that and then I sent that out to a few friends too for feedback and then got some nice comments on it and, and adjusted. And then when I was happy with the actual poster and the flyer, the next thing I did was I went on Eventbrite and I learned how to make an event because Eventbrite's great for like smaller, like local events like this, because it's a professional way to like get a ticket and to have people be able to download a ticket, even if it's a free event. Also, you are able to charge for events too, which is great. Um, I think you have to have the paid version of uh, Eventbrite in order to do that. I'm not positive, but but you can host a free event for up to 25 people for free on Eventbrite, and you just need to log in and make an account, which is amazing. So what I did was I made an account, I signed up, I made my event, and you basically just put all your information in, and then you could put like an image in, and then it creates basically this event page for you where you can post anywhere and you can share the link. People can go and professionally like purchase a ticket to your event. It's easy to share. You could throw it on your socials. So that's been really cool. And then another really cool aspect of Eventbrite is when people purchase tickets or when they sign up, you're collecting their information, which is great if you're going to do it again or if you want to add them to like an email list or something. It gives you their first name, their last name, their email, and also a way to like reach out to them too. You can also like go into the Eventbrite dashboard and you can send them emails and that sort of thing. So, so that's been really cool. You can actually export the data from the event. So that's what I did as far as like creating the event. Obviously, you also have to find a space to do it. Um, I'm, I live in New Haven and I'm fortunate to have a, a space that's free to use if you sign up and it's like a great event space. So you're definitely going to want to find a space where you can actually host this sort of event. And yeah, lastly is like just picking a date and and kind of sticking to it. I think, you know, when I found the space, I, I kind of just like signed up for an event like a month out and just kind of as a way to kind of, you know, force myself to do it and to put some urgency behind it. So, you know, because I had that date booked, there was a little bit of an accountability part of it where it's like, oh, I can't, I probably could cancel it, but like, I don't want to cancel it. So making sure that I get everything done in time. And that's been kind of helpful as far as actually, you know, making me have the event. So then once I created the event and I had the event bright page and I shared it to my socials, I then was able to send links to like people that I wanted to be there, like friends and, and different people that I've met through networking. And I shared the link and I shared the ticket and, you know, got some good, helpful, supportive feedback. And, you know, some people saying they'll be there and some people saying like they can't make it, but they wish me the best and that sort of thing. So I, so I really like pushed sharing it once I had the link and the event bright and, and everything ready to go. So that was helpful. And then the last thing that I did, which was yesterday, was I actually printed the flyer that I made. I, I think I printed like 30 or 40 copies and I just went around town and I hung them up. And, you know, I do live in like a small city. So that's something that I could do. Uh, if you don't live in like a populated area, you know, places like libraries are great for like putting flyers up or like cafes and stuff like that. I didn't even actually do that, which I probably should have, but <laughs> I kind of just went around town to like some of the more walkable streets 
and just hung up flyers where I saw other flyers. And um, so I checked my Eventbrite this morning and I actually got two people who I don't know sign up for the Eventbrite, which leads me to believe that they saw the posters yesterday and that's kind of how they signed up for it, which is amazing. So yeah, that that's awesome. And definitely looking forward to the event. But yeah, you know, kind of wrapping this up and, and bringing it back to your podcast, like, you know, having an event is is something that you could do to boost your podcast. And you know, whatever your podcast is about, you probably have some sort of niche and you probably have some sort of like community aspect to it because, you know, that's what podcasting is. It's creating community around specific topics. And uh, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with like in-person events because, you know, it's possible to build community online and, and sure there's tons of communities online. I mean, if you just think about like the gaming community or streaming and Twitch and all that, but there's also like in-person communities. And I think that podcasting has a great like way of, of being able to transition like the online communities into in-person communities. And you see it a lot with the bigger podcasts. They go on tour or they do events and tons of people show up. Uh, just thinking about like comedians who have podcasts and the amount of tickets that they sell now because of their podcast. And I don't know, I think podcasting has a great like a great way of starting that community and building the community that you can then transfer into real life. And, you know, even if you don't have thousands of listeners or anything like that, you could still start an event for your podcast and encourage people who don't listen to your podcast to go there. And that's kind of like where my head was at when I created this event. Like at some point, it might be awesome to, to do my other podcast, Working Towards Our Purpose, to have like a live podcast at one of these events taking it one step at a time. But like the commonality for me between the podcast and the event is purpose and creativity and, you know, alignment and uh, entrepreneurship and working for yourself. And I guess what I'm trying to do is like have an event for those types of people. And then the people that come to the event might be great listeners for the podcast, right? They might want to listen to a podcast like this because of the commonality. So if you can create an event in a similar way where it's like, you know, you have a podcast about a specific topic, but you can hit this target market with an event and then the target market might be interested in your podcast. You know, that's a great way to be able to get new listeners. And, you know, as I'm talking about this now, I'm kind of thinking like, hmm, I should probably have some sort of like business card or like piece of paper that says like, hey, you know, thanks for coming. Here's my podcast. If you're interested in like pursuing your purpose, like here's a podcast that's about it and maybe you'll like it. So that's probably something I should do before the event. <laughs> but anyways, I, I hope this episode is helpful in, you know, describing my process and how to put an event on and using Eventbrite and utilizing it again, because I think it could be a great way to create community and to build community around your podcast and around the topics of your podcast. Um, so thank you for listening as always. And I will see you on another episode real soon. We've reached the end of the episode, and if you enjoyed this podcast or you got something from it, you might be interested in my weekly newsletter that I send out every Monday morning full of podcasting tips, tricks, and news. So if you like this show, you might like this newsletter. To sign up, just go to the show notes and click the link. Thanks for listening and happy podcasting.